This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Killer Tofu! Special 200th episode, 200th edition. Edition, installment. <laughs> installment. This special 200th installment of, of the, the Cool Parents yeah. podcast. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. This special. What? Three, two, <laughs> one. This, this special, special edi- installment. Installment. We fucking. I fucked up. Three, two, one. This special installment of the Cool Parents Podcast is brought to you by Dog, 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 dog,
First try. That was good. First try. That was good shit. It was perfect. Nailed it. You should auto tune the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, it's fine. It was. Do perfect. you think what's his nuts there? Who did the the Doug sounds and everything? You talking about was that Dim Dinkins? Dim Dinkins. <laughs> you think he auto tuned? No. Host of Doug. Doug. <laughs> Host of Doug. He's uh he's Doug God. Dim Dinkins. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It's the Cool Parents Podcast special 200th episode. <laughs> Should we get that out of the way? What? Just all the two. Two hundred episodes. So if, if you're tuning in for the first time, I'm deeply sorry uh, that you had Dougie to experience that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, episode two hundred. That's a lot of fucking episodes. I'm Curtis Charles. I'm Justy Boy. We've been doing this for a long ass time now, Dougie Boy. <laughs> there are hundreds, hundreds of hours. Yeah, there are hundreds of hours of us talking shit on the internet. Yeah. So that when civilization collapses and the aliens come this is our legacy baby this is what they find they play it they find my um uh, sony mini disc that i keep all these episodes on yeah they put it in their mini disc players because obviously that's what aliens use for for media yeah they listen to it and this is how this is what they think doug is basically is what we're gonna talk about today and they're gonna make the show it's finally they gonna, are it's finally gonna get made yeah. in the future well uh before we Get into the Bluffington, which uh, you, you don't know this yet, but this is going to be a big Bluffington episode. Big Bluffington energy. Yeah. Big beat energy. Oh, huge beat. But before we do that. My beats are so swollen for you, girl. My beat. Oh, my fucking beats. My fucking beats. <laughs> my beats are throbbing <laughs> with beet juice. We got to say it. We got to say it in earnest because it's true. Thank you, everybody. For listening to 200 plus episodes of us. Uh, or if you've only listened to one or two or three or four or whatever. Thank you, too. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, patrons. Yep. And if you want to get on that patron, it's patreon.com slash cool parents. Yep. Um, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thank God. Oh, I played. Uh, thank God, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I played. Um, I played my dad some of the prank phone calls at Thanksgiving. No, did you? Oh, he he was dying laughing. Really? He loved him, yeah. I showed That's him the, awesome. the, the golden banana one. He was like, he was fucking dying. <laughs> yeah, well, that is probably my be- my biggest achievement is making your dad laugh. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, which <laughs> what other one did I show him? The, oh, the ribeye. That that one. That's a good I, one. Yeah, I showed him that one. That's a good one. We got to do more prank phone calls. Anybody out there wants to uh, oh. audition some phone numbers for us? I don't know if we even. I don't know if we even ever shared 
why we stopped doing them on the podcast. Yeah, we did. I think did we? I think you know, is we know. just didn't want to be assholes while everyone was like shut down and stuff. Right. But now but I want now to be that, an asshole. Oh yeah, it's time. Big time. It's, it's time, time to be an asshole again. I don't want to be an asshole. But I that's just, the thing is we're never really assholes. No, I want to be I like nice I just like confusing people. Yeah, yeah. That's funny to me. Yeah, it, what's what's wrong with that? Nothing. You give them something they're they're gonna talk about forever. You know yeah, I mean? and they, they could hang up anytime they want. Absolutely. And unless they you know, gave me a good reason to. I'm not going to just call him back, but sometimes I will. Yeah. I'm talking about you, uh, Andy Dick. Oh, yeah. Fuck him. Fuck Andy Dick. Yeah. Fuck Andy Dick. Fuck him. Guy sucks. I never liked him. Listen up. Bluffington. One more step towards reality. We've been talking about it for years and years and years and years. And uh, there's a deep, deep... Deep backstory that, and uh, just a whole shitload of lore that we created for a show called Bluffington, which is a, a dark, uh, dark reboot of Doug, Doug from Nickelodeon, not Disney. We Doug. don't count that bullshit. D-U-G, Doug. Yeah. Doug. How do you spell dink? Dink. <laughs> dink. dink. <laughs> D. I N C. Oh, double income, no children. Dual income. Dual income, no children. I was wrong the first time. Okay, well, I was wrong. It's close enough. It's pretty good. I'm man enough to admit my mistake. If you're not up to speed, which you probably aren't, because it's been a while since we did really dive into bluffington um, episode 50 i think was the last time right yeah i think so that's insane we've released a bonus episode uh that is gonna recap everything so far and i suggest you listen to that first but we are gonna go through what happened in season one and two, two. before we get into our ideas for season three so to get into the the mood yeah you want to hear this uh remix oh play that killer tofu Remixed by Elephant. Yeah. Oh, is that Milkman? That's Milkman. That's Chris Milkman. He's been a guest, been a big, big long time slimes. Yeah. Uh, always contributes quality material, just like this uh, This remix of Killer Tofu in the dark wave, dark synth wave style of music, which we we talked about the beats in our version of Bluffington. Yeah. Being a synth wave band or a dark wave band. And uh, it just fits the mood. You know, it's just moody. Yeah. Just about being moody. So here it is. Oh, 
Me too. Dork. Dork. Um, that put me in the mood for Bluffington. Oh, me too. Big time. And it's a musical show. A lot of music in that show. A lot of music in this show. Yeah, yeah. You stay tuned. You're going to hear some more music later because we did do some Beats covers. Don't spoil it. Well, th- what else would it be? Banging on a trash can. That's true. Drumming on, on a sweet Durango Doug. Durango Doug. What was he? The dustiest? The all, I, I got the all it, around dustiest. No, I got it written down. Okay. <laughs> Not the whole thing. Okay. But I but got the stuff that matters. The best, the best line from it I have. I got it right in here. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I got a right at home office composition wide ruled fucking notebook. All right, I that's old fashioned. Look, I bought it. May as well be a moleskin. I bought it for three fifty nine down to the fucking right aid. All right, and I got three fifty nine. Three fifty nine. You got shafted, and dude. I got a couple pens. You know, look at this fucking nice pen. Are you shitting me? You paid way too much for that fucking. I just notebook. didn't want. I don't want to drive the extra couple miles down to fucking Walmart. Yeah, you right? probably make up. You make up for it in gas. That's true. I got true. the kids in the car. You know, that's true. Got the kids in the car. Got to save some money for for some nuggets for yeah, the kids. Yeah. I used all the nugget money on this fucking composition notebook. Fucking nugget money. <laughs> I, I bought it with my nugget money. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. It's wanna, worth every penny. Speaking of it's slimes. Worth every nugget. Listen, speaking of slimes. Right. Speaking of slimes. I, I want to see about getting uh, slimes by name of. We're going to see if I can get them on the horn. You know, you know how much I love it when Blet especially makes engine sounds. That's what kind of that's why we do it all the time. It came from yeah. Blet. Uh, he's the the brainchild <laughs> of of those fucking engine sounds, and he does yeah. it better than anybody. And he does an uncanny uh, engine sound from Doug. Yeah, because the Doug cars are they're, all- ve- they're very specific. Yeah, um, and it's not that complicated. They're you know, all melt noises. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, like I think all the show yeah. sound effects are my noses. Yeah. But Bwet nails it. So let me see if he's if he's around if he can uh give us a sample. It's Mr. Dick. I heard you have a very expensive uh impression from me. Come on, Bwet. Come on, Bwet. Hey, fucking Bwet. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Brett Brindamore. Brett Brindamore. Is not available. Hey. Hey. Hey, Bwet. Hey, Bwet. Listen, Bwet, we're recording uh, episode 200. Listen. Of uh, the podcast, and we're talking Bluffington, and I just wanted to get a sample r- recording of your um your engine sounds uh from from Doug. But the engine sounds are you know the ones. No no no. They're like I can't nobody does it like Bwet. So Bwet, call me back and uh if I don't answer just leave a message uh, with that sound on it so I can play it 
um, on the show. Uh, okay, thanks. Bye. What? So hopefully we get that material from them. We will. I know. I just watched an episode of Doug. Yeah. The that involved uh the talent show. Yeah. Do you remember that when um Roger was like he he signed up Doug to do something in the talent show so that he could make fun of him cuz he knew that he would ruin it and suck at it? I don't remember what it was. Yeah, you do. It was the uh uh the puppet, the ventriloquist dummy. The doy dot the basketball. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Oh shit. The ventriloquist dummy, and then you think it's going downhill because he fucking drops it or something, and the head pops off. Yeah. And Judy is like, she like comes in her pants because she's like, it's it's a metaphor for our society, a headless dummy or something to that effect. Yeah. Uh, and then and, Skeet face, and then Skeeter. Yeah. They draw some shit on his face. To make him look like a ventriloquist dummy, mm-hmm. and then he sticks his head through the curtains and and uh, saves the day. Saves the day by roasting Doug, but everybody thinks it's it's Doug. So he cheated a little bit. He cheated, but that's all right. That's all right. Anyway, in that episode, there's a song. There's a couple of songs. Patty does a song that you can kind of hear. They cut away right before they start start it, but you can hear it in the background. Yeah, while other shit's going on. And Patty's was it sounded like a Carol King song or something, which is kind of what you'd expect. Mm-hmm. And then Roger goes up with his guitar and he does a song that you can just faintly hear in the background. And he's just saying, I got a ton, ton, ton of bluffing ton over <laughs> and over again. And uh, there were a couple other words to it too. But yeah, it might be worth uh, looking into that and see if there's any hidden messages in there. Okay. Um, I also wanted to share that when he's singing that, he does sound a lot like Fat Mike from No Effects. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I, I suggest, uh, seeking that one out. It's good. Good episode. And I also had another thing. This is just, I I wrote down a couple of notes of things that I just noticed in Doug earlier today when I was watching. Okay. The, you remember Sky Davis? Yes. So Sky Davis, pro basketball man. He's got the cool shoes, but then it turns out he likes wearing regular sneakers too. Yeah. And he signs Doug's shoe. Signs Doug's shoe. And he wants Doug to sign his shoe, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Come on. He's the he's he's awesome. He is. But do you remember what his voice sounds like? No. Because it's pretty much, hey, hey mister, what's the scoop? <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like that, but not as uh, loud. Hey, Doug, you come sign my shoe. Yeah, <laughs> sign my shoe. Hey, Doug. Hey, Doug, you hey, Doug my that's shoe? a pretty good shoe you got there, Doug. Come on over here and sign my shoe. <laughs> hey, you Doug. don't have to have a cool new shoe to have a cool shoe, <laughs> Doug. <laughs> Like, I swear to God, he no sounds shit. just like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Hey, Doug, come hey. on, here. my sneaker. Hey, Doug, what's the scoop? What's the scoop on that new shoe? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Doug. Hey. I like the real, I, hey, Doug, I like to wear, I, I like to wear the real sneakers too. <laughs> I don't always wear my nice sneakers, Doug. I want some times I wear my shitty sneakers, just like you, Doug. So yeah, I have my size sixty-two <laughs> shoe. <laughs> yeah, those shoes—the ones that Doug got kind of—he got taken advantage of at the shoe store. Yeah, they saw him coming a mile away, and they're—he's like, I gotta have those cool shoes, but they only had them in size fucking shack. Yeah, 
and they go all the way up to his knees. Yeah, they do. So can't play basketball like that. This is unsafe. Yeah. So last thing I learned, there was an episode where they do a career day. Yeah. And Doug ends up going to the mayor's office and shadows the mayor who's like too busy, too fucking busy to even worry, to bother with, with Doug. This is pre tippy dink as mayor. (laughs) Right. Oh yeah. Did that, when did that happen? She dethrones mayor white at the end. At the end of Nick Nickelodeon's Doug? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just a little bit of backstory. Doug does. That's when you do find out that Doug wants to be a forest ranger. Mm. So that's his, what he's aspiring to be in the show. We've made him into a um, sketch artist for yeah. the, for the police. Just, um, yeah. But he's in training. Right. He's still, and he's it, too young. It kind of fits. Like he could, I could see somebody who does his, his sort of work being interested in being a forest ranger as well. Yeah. So maybe that was, that's his dying dream, but maybe that's just a hobby of his in Bluffington. He just likes the forest and he likes going out there and fucking roughing it. Yeah. That's Dog. what's up. Doug. Doug. D-U-G. Doug. You want to get into the recap? D-O-G. Doug. Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You got the first one, so. All right. So season one, I broke it down into bullet points, okay? Yeah. Like I said, Doug is an aspiring police sketch artist working at a forensics lab uh, or police department or probably both uh, as like a secretary. Uh, the job is part of an internship program at his private high school. He eavesdrops on interviews with witnesses and practices drawing their descriptions. He gets caught, but a sketch he did leads to an arrest. This gives him some credibility with law enforcement. Okay. Uh, so BB Bluff has gone missing. Bill Bluff, that's BB's dad. Yeah. He owns uh, the Honker Burger chain. Of restaurants, uh, the you know they make burger. He also owns Bluff Co. Bluff, right? But yeah, that's part. That's a subsidiary, okay, or something. But yeah, he's just a big business owner. That's like he's he's so rich, so he's, fucking f- filthy rich. He's a big wig. He's a big wig. But you know what? He's an elite. All that money, it's dark money. It's shady money. We'll we'll, we'll find out. But we'll get into that later. But word on the street is that maybe. BB was taken or killed as revenge or punishment for something that went wrong in Bill's mob deal because the mob funded Honker Burger. We don't cover that till season two, though. Oh, we did. We did. We did. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. We sure did. All right. And yeah, because like the fact that the mob is involved is just like it's a rumor. It happens to be true. Oh, OK. But we'll find a, out it's true. We'll find out it's true later. OK. Um. So Bill is throwing all kinds of money at the case. He's hiring private investigators and whatnot. Could he be covering his own ass so that it doesn't get out that he's got mob ties? Maybe. 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 Maybe we'll find out. Maybe, Maybe we, we do know. not do. Maybe we do not know. So here's our list of suspects of who took Bibi Bluff and who who did whatever happened. What happened to Bibi Bibi Bibi? I know who did it. I do too. Tricky. So the first suspects that and these are suspects that the the audience would have like when watching the show we're kind of leading people to believe that maybe these people could do it so it's not necessarily that anybody on the show suspects these people they might but 
it's more like the viewer at home is made to believe they might be the, the one. Right, right. Uh, so the Bill and the mob is the first one. And then naturally Roger Klotz, because he's the, he, the heel all the time. Yep. And then we got Ned, one of Roger's goons. Mm-hmm. He's uh, missing an eye. He wears an eye patch. Yep. Because in the show, he's got one big eye and one little eye. So we've made it into an eye patch. Yes. It'd be cool if at some point we could see his brain. <laughs> see his brain yeah. through his eye? Yeah. <laughs> if he takes the, the eye patch out, you can see his brain. So then we got Willie White. Uh, he's another one of Roger's goons. He's the dumb one. And the cops go after him because he's an easy target. We equated him to Brendan Dassey. Yeah. Uh, so they, they want to co- coerce information out of him. And Willie's dad is the mayor, uh, Mayor White. And we don't know, but maybe Mayor White is aiding in the cover-up in order to cover for his son if he did, in fact, kill BB. Right? He could use his power as mayor to, to you know, scoop some dirt onto that shit. And he doesn't want his family name to be sullied. So Willie, he's got a crush on Bibi. Yep. Could be a motive. Maybe. Uh, maybe. But you'll find out. Boomer Bledsoe, for some reason, he could be another suspect. We didn't really get into how. He's just one of Roger's, you know, usual suspects, you know? Right. So, yeah, I guess it's just, you know, you are what you eat. Right. And then, uh, finally... One entity, two people, Alan Moose Leach, suspected. We're throwing them in as a red herring. They're suspected simply because they're fucking weirdos. Right. Socially awkward, uh, seen in the background doing weird shit. Hacking. Hacking computers and shit and just being places they shouldn't be. But, you know, that's your problem for judging a book by its cover. Right. Because uh, they didn't do shit. No, they're just inquisitive little boys. They're just fucking, they're just fuck freaks. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. So Doug is investigating the BB Bluff case on his own because the cops aren't doing enough. And Doug's consistently having these surreal dream sequences like he did on the show, on the, the cartoon, in which he is Quail Man, who I just realized they do on the show say that he's half man, half quail. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't look, it just looks like Doug with a cape, you know. And, and a belt on, and a belt on his head. Yeah. Which we're going to do. We're going to do that in the dream sequences. Yeah. Obviously, we're going all in on that shit. But he hasn't been sleeping much. And that l- triggers these uh, dreams that he's having. So when he was younger, he had wild dreams all the time, like crazy ones. And his parents ended up taking him to therapy because of it. And then he had it under control for years, maybe like medication therapy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then it started happening again when BB disappeared. And uh, I got more on that in season three, too. Oh, yeah. I love that. It starts off as regular dreams, but then they become daydreams and they start leaking into his reality and nobody knows what the fuck. But not too, too often. No, not too often. It's just it's subtle and subtle things like little thing. He'll see something weird, kind of like in True Detective, you know, like the the um, Rust Coles brain issues so he sees all that weird shit yeah like that what's real and what's a daydream is hard to discern for the viewer and for doug uh the mob may have hired roger ned and willie who we'll just call the goons goon squad to get bb because they're perceived as close to her so like the mob would would have staked her out or whatever and saw that maybe um 
Willie was texting with her or something like that or talking to her and creeping on her because he was like had a crush on her. So then they get them in in the deal to, to go after her. So Roger tries to direct police towards the foreign exchange student Fen truck because Roger's racist yep. naturally. Uh, and we're not going to have Fen truck talk with his armpit farts in our version. No, no, no. Yeah. That part didn't, didn't age well. <laughs> now, now we got Mr. Dink. Yep. So Mr. Dink, he suffers from psychosis. He's the neighbor. He's expensive shit all the time in the cartoon. He's got that wife, Tippy. Who's always just like, oh, Mr. Dink. What's his first name? What does she call him? Ned? No, it's not Ned. Demetrius Dink. Bud. Bud, yeah. So, um, Bud Dink. (laughs) (laughs) So, in our version, he suffers from psychosis, and Tippy may not actually exist or is dead. Yeah. And he's just seeing her. Uh, He doesn't actually have a lot of money. The stuff he says is very expensive all the time is literally just garbage. It's just trash around <laughs> his house. And he's just like, this is my new beep, 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 whatever. Yeah, very expensive. Yeah, very expensive. This is my time machine. Yeah. <laughs> he has a time machine on the show. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so he could have a time. I mean, he thinks it's real. It's not. Yeah. But he could have a time machine, but it's just like a fucking footlocker or something. Yeah. Part of his affliction is an addiction to chocolate shakes. And this is why he has the false teeth. Okay. Love it. He rotted his teeth out. So Patty Mayonnaise. So she's the, on the cartoon, she's Doug's main like love interest. Yeah. And this one, we, I th- we kind of discussed it a little bit, but not much about how they're, they're just like platonic friends. Yeah. We really solidified that in season two. Okay. Yeah. So they're just platonic friends in, in our version. Uh, because that's more interesting than Doug being a f- total fucking creep all the time, yeah. like he is on the cartoon. He's ten. He's ten. I know. I know. But you know, it just yeah, doesn't translate. You don't know to our version, our high school version. Yeah, he don't know. He he's in high school in ours. You know, he he knows yeah, better. He don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about when he's ten. Oh, okay. He know in high school. He know. He know. So he Pat, know a little bit. Patty's parents got in a car accident. It killed her mom and left her dad in a wheelchair. Yeah. The circumstances of the accident were suspicious at best, and um, this comes back later. So we just were planting a seed with that one. And then we've got Joe Valentine, that's Skeeter's dad. Yep. He has short-term memory loss. On on Doug, he can't finish his sentences, and he loses his temper all the time, and he's like, I've got to count to ten. One, two, ten. Yeah. And he's just so mad. We're going to have him just like that on the show, and... That would actually be a possibility as far as what happened to BB, like a memento type of situation where he doesn't he doesn't even know what happened. Yeah, because uh, he loses his memory. Maybe so he starts to think that maybe he did do something, and uh, you know had like a rage blackout kind of thing. Yeah, I like that. Then we got Chalky Studebaker. He's got a rivalry with his brother because of their dad, who's a local cop. His brother Cliff. Yep. And uh, his dad, the cop, may or may not be a dirty cop. But yeah, his, their dad loves the brother more than uh, than Chalky, who's you know he's a he's a he's an athlete. Yeah, and uh, he's just a, a nice guy. But uh, but he's very jealous of his brother, uh, and he wants to 
make his dad proud. He actually cheated on a test off of Doug. and Or, or no, not off of, maybe it was. But Doug took the blame for the cheating. Yeah. And uh, uh, that was just so that Chalky could play the big football game and make his daddy proud. Right. It all blew up in his face, though. So anyway, Mr. Shalaki, he's the guidance counselor. He wears the, the, the big hug or the hug me sweatshirt. And he's a little bit, a little bit creepy. He's a weirdo. And that's it. That's it. We see him once in the season and he's just bloodied and battered and in, uh, in jail. What? We see him in the jail, like in a holding cell, like in the drunk tank. We do? That's Yeah, that's what we talked about. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, but not prison or anything, just like a, a holding cell. Um, and he's just like in the background. Okay. And he's got like blood and dirt all over him. <laughs> Forgot about that part. And uh, it could be like when Doug is visiting Roger or something after he did something wrong. Okay. One of his many things. That's all that's showed, shown of him. So then we've got the Derek Derrickson angle. I was going to say we should uh, we should move that. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. I think that should open season two. Okay. It, we have that as a, the end of season one, but it does work. Uh, yeah, I think. We, yeah, it, we discussed it, though. But like, you know how, like, every, every TV show, when it's, like, the first episode of the season, they do something that, with all different characters you don't recognize in the first scene? Yeah. I think we should do that. Yeah, with, like, Derek Derrickson doing his figure skating routine and shit. Right. That's perfect, because... Um, Derek Derrickson, by the way, on Doug is a famous Shakespearean figure skater. Yeah. Which is hilarious. And in our version, he does that too, but it's more like surreal, I don't know, like Salvador Dali kind of shit. Yeah. And he does it to the beats, dark wave music. Yes, of course. And the, the music in his routine will contain clues of what's actually going on, you know? So like clues as as far as what's going on with BB and all that shit, but you won't know it until you watch it a second time. Right. You know, then Judy is in the audience. Uh, Judy is Doug's older sister. sister. She's a art school kid. She goes to the Moody school. She goes to the Moody school. She's an artist. Very artsy. She wears a beret. She's in the audience and she gets a phone notification saying that BB's body has been found. No, we got to start with that the second season. Okay. This well, is where I start. Well, I'm saying what I'm reading my notes. Oh. We talked about it in the first season, so I'm just reading it now, but it's going to be in the second season. We repeat it. Well, then we're going to repeat it because <laughs> I, I have shit to All say. Right. We repeat a lot of stuff. I'm just <laughs> want to get that out of the way. So um, that's it. No, I'm just, <laughs> there's one other thing. Well, um, the nematode yep. details. So nematode in Doug the Cartoon is a creature of myth. Yeah. That everybody's trying to catch and Doug's afraid of it. And it's just this big thing. In our version, it's a new synthetic street drug. Comes in tabs. You drop it like acid. But when you take it, you hallucinate and you see nematodes, those creatures. That's why it's called nematode. It can also be used for pain, as we'll find out. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. So Doug, this is my last bit. Doug is onto the goons and follows them to Stinson's Pond. And this, this, like you were saying, is probably the beginning of season two at this point? Or no? No, th- no. This would be the end of season one. And yeah. then the part that I just read about Derek Derrickson would be the beginning of season. So we don't find out that she's dead yet in season one? No. Well, um. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Okay. I didn't read ahead. 
Roger knows that Doug's been tailing uh, the goons because he spotted them at some point earlier on. The goons jump Doug briefly uh, at Stinson's pond, but someone else hits him over the head from off screen and knocks him out. We don't see who. And when he wakes up, he's on the shore and he looks beside him and he sees Bibby's body. Yeah. Bibby's body. And that's where it ends. Credits. I want to add something to that ending, though. What? Like when when he gets hit at the end, it should be like like a purple glow. <laughs> a purple. Oh, yeah. Because I know who killed him. <laughs> who uh, who killed? Who did it? I know who did it. Right. Figured it out. But I have an idea for him. For them. Uh oh. When the reveal happens, this is a purple glow on Doug when purple glow he gets hit. Be like the gold glow in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the screen goes black, it zooms out, and Doug is um, laying on the, the shore of Stinson's Pond, and B.B. Bluff B-B? is next to him. Yeah. Dead. Dead as fuck. D-E-D. She's got seaweed on her and shit. Dead. Yeah. Is she wrapped in plastic like Laura Palmer? Why not? <laughs> no, no, she's in that fucking dress from the... Um, she went, yeah, right. she went. She went missing uh, at the Halloween dance that yes. she was having. She oh was, my god! See, yeah. I totally. I, I haven't brushed up on season two. Yeah. So that was in season one. It was. Yeah. The Halloween dance. Yeah, that's where that's where she went missing. We discussed that. Oh shit! Yeah. I uh, somehow I missed that. Uh, oh well. Yeah. Now we know. All right. So uh, season two. Two. Starts off with uh, Judy watching Derek Derrickson do his Shakespearean figure skating routine to the beats. And then she receives an emergency alert on her phone saying BB Bluff has been found dead. Yep. Dead. And then we flash to uh, Doug waking up on the shore of Stinson's Pond. Uh, You can see like police blues flashing in the distance. Mm -hmm. Doug limps off into the woods to hide and starts getting dizzy. Suddenly things start turning into a cartoon and we have a trippy kind of episode of Doug sort of. Uh, thing that's in cartoon yeah and uh then it ends with doug jolting awake in the real world in a ditch covered in mud uh and the attacker uh dosed him with nematode right right which hit him when he, while he was running he wasn't out for too too long yeah uh so then doug struggles with the decision to f- uh flee the scene but inevitably ends up reporting uh a, like kind of a stripped down version of what happened to the police right now did, did we ever discuss where um, the goons went after they just ran off. Uh, once the, the other person hit him. Okay. They yeah. ran off. Okay. So yeah. Uh, police write off Doug as a suspect cause he's such a good boy. Mm-hmm. Your words. Mm-hmm. Um, and he becomes increasingly more paranoid as the season moves on. Right. And then Doug finds a note in his pocket saying he's going to end up like BB. If he talks, BB, BB, he's going to end up like BB. If he talks purple dead. Oh, so yeah, purple too. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, just throughout the season, we'll, you know, we'll come across Roger and he's staring at Doug, like upset, but he's always staring at him, you know? Right. Yeah. Like from the, from the distance. Yeah. Yeah. Doug and Patty form a private eye service and they want to be, yep. they want to solve BB's murder because mm-hmm. they don't trust the police, quite frankly. Right. As you wrote, strictly, they make a great, strictly they make a great platonic team. friendship. Yeah. Yeah. They make a great team. <laughs> they do. And then, uh, yeah, Chalky Studebaker has a broken leg and starts experimenting with nematode for the pain. Breaks his leg. Uh, no, he breaks his leg uh, and his his brother dies. 
Which oh, is, yeah. Did we talk about that? Was a thing that we came up with in this season? We did. Yeah, we kind of went oh, backwards. Okay. And yeah, his his dad. You know, it's like a wrong kid died sort of situation. Oh, with his dad. okay. Yeah, which so we that covered. Was something we 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 added after. Okay, because we it. didn't make it yet. Right. We no, can add, was... We can still add to season one. Who cares? Uh, so Chucky's got a broken leg from that accident. He can't play football anymore. He ends up uh, being a theater kid, Studebaker. Yep. Um, he starts experimenting with nematode for the pain from his leg. Mm-hmm. Um, he suspects his dad, who's a cop, knows more about BB's murder and the nematode epidemic. That's right. Okay, yeah. Oh, man, this is so fucking good. Yeah. And then... Uh, the show rules. Chucky goes to Bloodstone Manor. That's where he picks up nematode. Yes, which in the show, in Dog... Yeah. Was a um in the the cartoon the cartoon it was yeah. a roller coaster it was a roller coaster uh, that Doug was very afraid of yeah very spooky very spooky uh, so when he goes to Bloodstone Manor to pick up he sees his dad pulling away as he walks up uh, and he's in an unmarked car he's a cop just where Chalky's relationship with his dad becomes even worse after the death of his brother in the accident where Chalky broke his leg. The wrong kid died. Yep. Uh, Chalky rigs his dad's exhaust with a whoopee cushion and it makes the same sound as the cars from the shelf. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's how he, he finds out. He he tells him. It'll later. sound just like what Blet's going to do. Yeah. And um, oh, his dad finds the whoopee cushion and he doesn't think anything of it. He's just like, ah, oh, fucking A bunch kid. of lo- local goons. Fucking kids. Goons. Chucky follows his dad in his murder ball wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he tells his dad to discover he's meeting at Mayor Bob White's mansion for a yodeling club. Yes. And, yes. And uh, that was the Yodeler's Society of Bluffington. Yes, the secret society that is operating deep in the, <laughs> in the, um, the con, the, 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 the construct of uh, uh, Bluffington. Right, right. We'll talk about what what they do. So, yeah, they're talking about uh, Willie White, who's being held and questioned because of BB. He had a crush on her and exchanged texts with her the day she disappeared. Yodeling Club's a secret society going back over 100 years, led by the White family, trying to cover up BB's murder. Club is made up of Bluffington's elite minus BB's father. And they may or may not dabble in the occult. <laughs> right, right. Didn't we talk about them possibly worshiping the nematode? possibly but yeah you know well, yeah okay <laughs> uh bill bluff he has mob ties and suspects his daughter's death was his fault for ripping off the italians yeah <laughs> I, I wrote the italians oh, okay it's because you know yeah where's the italian yeah yeah <laughs> um mob is also instrumental in nematode dis- distribution in, in bluffington uh Yoder, yodeler society is aware of the mob ties uh, yodeling society is responsible. We find out for Patty's mom's death and her dad's injury. Patty's mom knew too much and it was kind of made to look like a mob hit, but it was the yodeling society. Uh, wait, go back where, uh, to where Patty's mom comes into it. No idea. We just, we just mentioned it. It was, oh, <laughs> we didn't really she just knew too much. That's all we know at that point. Yeah. But we don't know like how. Right. Okay. Yeah. All Which right. Maybe season season three we'll find out. Right. 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 I didn't write anything for it, but we should probably we could dive maybe into that. Yeah, we can see. see we'll find happened. out. Uh, it was just a spitball. It's a spit. Uh, and then we find out that Mayor White has a plan to dose the town with nematode. It's activated by yodeling. It's like a new kind of nematode. <laughs> right. So yeah, <laughs> like once a they, sleeper cell sort of. Once they take it, uh, it's like it it doesn't trigger until they hear yodeling. Yeah, and we didn't like. 
we didn't have like exactly the um like how <laughs> how they how he was going to dose them with it like without them knowing but we I mean, we did kind of mention that he wins an election and um has a party he uh, has a big party and everyone eats that uh, like free honker burger food for everybody so yeah, everyone yeah, eats yeah, the yeah. burgers and yeah he basically he's like spi- spikes the punch basically something yeah, like that yeah spikes the burgers yeah <laughs> and then Doug and Patty uncover his plan uh for mass mind control and the season ends before he you know he does it right just kind of ends right 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 we don't know how where it's going to go from there right um real quick before we get into season three we did uh do a little bit of casting but i just wanted to point something out there's one that we didn't figure out like we we talked about like jonah hill for mr dink or um because it would have been good to be philip seymour hoffman yeah but charlie he had the right idea for casting dink dink he said that it has to be played by what the fuck is his name? Oh, there it is. Okay, Richard Kind. He was totally right. If if you don't know who he is, look him up. Oh he, yeah, he's perfect. oh my god. Yeah, yeah. you probably. I mean, most people have probably. He's like one of those people you've seen somewhere. Yeah, he's on Curb Your Enthusiasm a bunch. Yeah, yeah. He's he was on Tim and Eric. I know he was he was on Kroll Show. He's been he does like every sketch comedy show. <laughs> And he's usually pretty funny, but he's perfect for Mr. Dink. Yeah. He plays uh, uh, Andy in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. He's so. Also in Cars with Owen Wilson. What? Wow. 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 You were in that movie? Wow. I didn't even see it at the Wait, booth. You're telling me you're going to be playing Mr. Dink? You gonna be, you, you you're going to be Dink? Dink? Look, you got the part of Bud Dink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous of you, man. <laughs> wow. Wow great job it's gonna be tremendous outstanding <laughs> good for you man good for you <laughs> so season three how's the season three open um pretty much right where season two left off right yes so the the mayor is about to activate he wins the election mm-hmm. which we didn't really talk about too much but <laughs> there's an election going on throughout the season just yeah plot device yeah you know it's fine it's yeah fine. yeah yeah it's no big deal. Um, and then he, he wins the election and he's, you know, everyone's getting the free honker burger food, eating them, taking their fucking, you know, toad, toad, dropping yeah. toad. Yeah. But it's like capsules. It's like, again, they, they activate once you hear yodeling. Right. Okay. Not, it's not instant. Yeah. He doesn't want him to notice until, right. until, until, until he says it's time. Yeah. You know, the he's ceremonial gonna, yodel. Yeah. He's going to take over. Uh, he's going to take over um, the town. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna belong to him. Yeah, it's gonna. He's he's trying to like brainwash the the whole community. They're brain. He's brainwashing them into working for free for Bluff Co. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Doug and Patty are on to him, obviously, and they show up at the event, and you know, everything's going down. He's about he's introducing the yodeling club. Yeah. And Doug, in uh, he hijacks the uh, the uh, soundboard. Yeah. And he plugs in his iPod. Uh-huh. Guess what that motherfucker plays? I'm not the one who's so far nope. away when I feel the snake bite into nope. my veins. No, nope. no, nope. no, no. He plays uh, "Shout Your Lungs Out" ah. by the Beats, real loud. <laughs> What's that sound like? This. You gotta whistle, gotta whistle, gotta scream, you gotta stomp, you gotta shout your lungs out. You gotta holler, 
You gotta yell, you gotta clap, you gotta well, you gotta shout your lungs out. You gotta roll your window down. You gotta rock your socks, you gotta roll your soul, bust a vocal cord. You gotta lose control. You gotta whistle, you gotta roll, you gotta scream, you gotta stomp, you gotta shout your lungs out. You gotta holler, you gotta yell, you gotta clap, you gotta wail, you gotta shout your lungs out. You gotta shake them to the ground. You gotta rock your socks. You gotta roll your soul. Bust the vocal cord. You gotta lose control. You gotta roll your window down. You gotta rock your socks. You gotta roll your soul. Bust the Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Yeah. Great, um, great tune. I love it. So yeah, he plays that. He plays that on the speakers, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's got to get the he's so he, you know he's he's prevented the yodelers from activating the the toad. Activating the toad, yeah. So he goes over <laughs> and he sees Chalky's dad. He's okay. watching the event. You know, he's yeah. at the event as of a co- as a cop. Yeah, yeah. He's you on know? he's on duty. Yeah, yeah. And Doug goes over and he talks to him. Then he takes his gun out of his holster and fires it in the air, and the crowd Whoa. fucks off. Yeah, that's good. Problem solved. That's good. Problem solved. He can get himself killed for that kind of shit. He though. can, but you but know. he's he's willing to take the risk. Yeah, because uh, he's a very good boy. Well, Doug. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? That, that works out too because Doug Doug obviously gets arrested for this. Right. Right. So they bring him down to the station, and Doug reveals mayor white's plan and the police investigate it and they arrest mayor white yeah quietly it doesn't it does not a huge story that he you know tried to dose people with nematode right not a huge story no it, it gets swept under the rug a little bit yeah yeah the bluff call money yeah you can get away with anything yeah so they lock him up he resigns he goes on tv he resigns mm-hmm. mr white mm-hmm. and uh yeah we go from there. We pick up from there. Okay. Season season three, season baby. Season three, which has a, uh, I think, has a big, uh, a new big bad, basically. Yes. Um, or we're the same big bad that we've just never seen before. A bigger. Is a the, bigger bad. Yeah. It goes deeper. Yeah. <laughs> that was the Ultron. This right. Is, this, is, this, is this is fucking Kang. This is Kang. This is fucking Kang. Kang. Maybe even Mephisto. Maybe so. Yeah, Galact- maybe Galactus. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. But what it is? It's a fucking cult. It's a big fucking full blown cult. Yeah. There's a certain Christ figure that they have uh, rallied around. Yeah. To create a doomsday beat cult. 
they they worship the beet. Yeah. Uh, and they the beet, just the vegetable, the beet. Right. They worship it, and uh, they're always they're constantly counting down the days to the beet harvest, which is their version of doomsday. Right. Oh fuck. And um, the beet harvest takes place at the Bumpkin Day Hoedown. Yeah. Which in Doug the show is on the episode with cousin Melvin, where Doug uses an excuse to not go to this dance with Connie. Yeah. Because he likes Patty. But then Patty asks him after he already gave a shitty excuse to Connie that that his cousin was in town and was also sick. Yeah. Cousin Melvin. And then Judy ends up putting on makeup and clothes and she she, she plays Melvin. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Man. Yeah. And then she ends up going to the hoedown dance with Patty as as Melvin. Melvin. Love it. So it kind of worked out in the end, ultimately, and everybody forgave Doug for being a complete shithead. Yeah. Being a total, totally shit friend. Not very nice. No. I was considering Doug being in a relationship with Connie in this. Connie? Yeah. That could be. Yeah. It's a will they, won't they kind of situation. Right. Maybe they maybe. will. Maybe. 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 <laughs> uh Oh, I can't wait. I have the note about the end that I can't wait to get to. Yeah, I can't get there yeah, yet. Yeah, I know. I just can't wait. We gotta leave it out. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Mayor White is on trial all season. Yes. Okay. Because um of the whole incident, you know, with the drugging and stuff. Okay, so the public it, does. Know. The public knows, but a lot of oh, it, okay, so they, a lot of it's been covered up, and he denies a lot of it. It's kind of like a Donald Trump situation. Yeah. Okay. Where you know he's just like I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. It wasn't me. So it's it's a known event that it was foiled, but yeah. he's trying to distance himself from it. Yeah, he's but, the fall. He's the fall man. But he it turns out he's a patsy for the cult. Well, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he didn't know that, but the fucking cult knew it the whole the time. The cult wanted to get the eyes off of them. Right. Because they were actually the ones to have tried to dose everybody. Because they, for them, they sort of wanted to bring about a, uh, the doomsday. Like it's a, it was kind of like a suicide cult thing, but n- not necessarily killing everybody. Yeah. Just making them lose their mind. And that they're thinking that they're kind of freeing everybody in their community. Yeah. Like like Heaven's Gate, but without dying. But with beats. But with beats. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Without the giving away the end part. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, it's probably okay for people to know or start to suspect that there's a cult, and the cult may still be trying to enact their big doomsday plan. Yeah. For the beet harvest, which is the day that the Bunkin' Day hoedown is on. Yeah, it's their plan B. It's their plan B, yeah. So we're kind of recycling that part, but it's it's not really because it's a different... It's different. It's different the way they do it, too. Yeah, yeah, they have a whole different plan for it. But I know what it is. You do? Okay, because that, that's something I didn't come up with. I, I wrote what down a got? shitload of ideas. Okay, what do you got? Um, And there's no, like... I mean, it's in kind of an order. Like, I don't get into the... The stuff for the end until the end. I, right, you know. right. Okay, so first of all, we got to include uh, Skeeter's younger brother, Dale, and we got to have him greet Doug high a big nose <laughs> every time. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Doug That's like a nice little quirky 
Yeah. Uh, you know, side thing. Yeah, like a nice nod to the show. Right. His first whole sentence, Dale's first entire sentence is hi, a big nose to Doug. Yeah. There's an episode about it. Yep. <laughs> and it's fucking amazing. I love that. Like as a, as a Don baby. Yeah. Yeah. And I want um, Coach Spitz to make an appearance. Yes. Him? He's yes. the horrible fucking uh, coach. And he's lazy yeah. and he's, he's, uh, he's just um, a total fucking abusive asshole. Yeah. And he is, he's very sexist. Yeah. He's kind of a caveman. Yeah. So he makes an appearance, uh, possibly during like a chalky heavy episode mm-hmm. and he's despicable as ever. He makes his student athletes squeeze the guts out of vegetables to prove they're strong. Which <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. Which I would love. I'd yeah. love to see that in live action. You uh, can make it like a TikTok challenge. Yeah. <laughs> uh skeeter's in an on again off again relationship with loretta remember her she's the yak the yak estonian oh yeah um and she lied to him in the original series because her parents are from yak estonia yeah but she only knows this like she only knows like a couple of like phrases in right. yak estonian but she says she tells him she's she's fluent, fluent right and then over time it's you know she's still lying to skeeter and stuff when you kind of find out you know yeah she's still Still, still got it, you know. Yeah, and then we have Patty's dad, um, Chad. So she is she. What's uh, Fentruck? He's from Yakistonia, right? I think so. Maybe they're are they related? Laquigli, I think is the last name. I don't remember. I don't remember either, but it don't matter. But no, it does because like that. That's another through line to because early on Roger is trying to blame BB's disappearance on Fentruck because he's racist yeah so if they're related in some way as like part of the same foreign exchange program or something then that could be a, a just a good starting point to build the character of uh what's her name uh loretta yeah um i don't believe that they are related it's just that in doug there's one other country <laughs> everybody who's not from america is Doug American? Oh, she was um she was this girl. She had the undercut. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. I forgot what she looked like. Um Judy's got an undercut too. Yeah. Way ahead of its time, this show. And also uh past it. Yeah, I think she just shows up. I don't think she's visit she's uh oh yeah, she can just be part of the same foreign exchange program. Program yeah. as yeah. Yeah, that so works. that's just a way that we could work her in earlier to build built the character up right right so yeah so skeeter's uh dating her uh, on and again off again she's still lying uh chad chad mayonnaise yep uh more prominent in this season That's patty's than, dad yeah more prominent in this season than others he's very charismatic and level-headed and friendly to doug uh helps occasionally as an advisor to doug and patty pi oh okay yeah. okay um at some point doug i want so I want the daydreams to get like worse yeah. in this season. Yeah. Cause uh, he's paranoid since, you know, he's, he's the one that foiled mayor white's plan. He, he thinks right. he's being he thinks followed he's, constantly. Yes, 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 yes. And I he, love that. He becomes more and more unhinged and like each episode. Could we have men in black suits that he keeps seeing? Sure. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's gotta be something there for one of his. No men in purple suits or purple cloaks. Oh, ooh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about um all the various daydreams that he had like uh, I got him I got a fucking okay. list of them. Yeah, cuz those things could all 
really tie into his paranoia. Yeah. And I find a way for each one to. That's that's what I mean. I want. So I want him to have all these these daydreams that he had, like in the original series. Yeah. But updated. And I want him uh, at the end to go in like with, you know. Because they're going to uncover the cult, obviously. Right. And I want him to go in with like a weapon from like each of these daydreams. So they, you know, they have meaning, but you don't know what it is. So like race Canyon. Yeah. He's going to. He's got a whip. (laughs) He's going to have a whip. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, let's see what else. Durango Doug. So, you know, a lasso or like something like that. Um, and my personal favorite, the waffle stomper. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. So I want him to have a waffle iron shoe that he kicks yeah. somebody in the face with at the end. Wait. <laughs> and this is in his daydream? These are in his daydreams, but I want him to have like a different like thing from each daydream at the end. Yeah. I didn't write like right, a Right, but he's list. not actually doing that those things. No, but he but he he you know learns from the daydreams like or he gets the idea from the daydreams that he oh so he does do it in real life should collect these well, well when they when they go in he's got to be armed right when they go in yeah to the, the uh, where the cult is meeting. oh yes yeah. right 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 yeah 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 and just structurally they i mean they got to have a point you know right um structurally too that's really good because we could have episodes dedicated to each one that would be awesome. Like yeah. we could have a whole episode that that could be just shot and filmed in a totally separate style and written like as a, you know, like a um, young Indiana Jones yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah. And then like an episode that's like, what's his name? James Bond, the James Bond one. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, um, fuck. I have that somewhere. I got a whole list. Yeah. But anyway, like a James Bond style episode. It's not Smash Adams, is it? Yeah, it is. No. So I- Smash Adams is the actor that he likes who plays that character. <laughs> oh, he's, is he Jack Bandit? Is that the one? No. Jack Bandit is a bandit. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. He he fantasizes about being Smash Adams, but there is an actual Smash Adams. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's a James Bond Yes, character. yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a fucking, there's a song. I forgot. I don't remember it. Doug, Doug funny. I don't remember how it goes. Oh, what a guy, a guy who's made of cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's and like he's a, still in school. <laughs> it's like a loungy, like sexy song. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, so I want, oh, the, um, voiceover from each episode is Doug reading from his journal. He's, right. He's journaling. Oh yeah. Again. Yeah. We did come up with that earlier. Yeah. But I don't think we've done it though. I don't think we did it in the previous season. So I think every episode should open with that in like a montage or whatever. Yeah. So because yeah, when he was younger, his parents found his journal and that's why they sent him to therapy. Right, right, right. <laughs> Ronald Weisenheimer has to show up. Uh-huh. At some point he the is Schwarzenegger, the, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, and he needs to shout prepare to suffer. Maybe he's the the bodyguard <laughs> um for the order of the beat. He's their enforcer. Yeah. They got to have some muscle. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, he guards the door mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have to defeat Ronald Weisenheimer and he, you know, yells, prepare to suffer at them. Yeah. They crush him with an anvil. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, I mean, this is still, it's a cartoon. It's based on a cartoon. So. Right. But all of this is going to be very rooted in reality. Right. 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 Very realistic. Um, Doug, He's is falling uh, deeper and deeper into madness as the season goes on. 
partially due to being dosed with nematode mm-hmm. and partially because he's actually paranoid about the uh, being followed. Right. And he was already like having delusions and shit because he wasn't sleeping and he has the dreams. So he's, he's not in the right state of mind. Right. He's, he's got a flawed perspective. So he's daydreaming again. Uh, a An unreliable lot. narrator too. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, all of his, you know, a bunch of his old personas pop up. Um, like you know, Race Canyon, right? All that stuff in uh in his room, he's trying to. Oh, this one's. <laughs> I forgot about this one. The first one that we see is him in his room, just in like his tidy whities and a trench coat, and he's going over the. <laughs> he's going over the BB Bluff case. He's the chameleon. Oh, the fucking chameleon! <laughs> the chameleon, yeah, I forgot about Holy that. Holy shit! Yeah. So yeah, he's the chameleon. That's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so oh my god, that's perfect. That's the I think that's the first we see of Doug in this season. Yeah, yeah, is, sure. Yeah. Is we just cut to him in his room doing that? Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> so yeah, Doug kind of starts realizing that he's unwell, and he begins seeing Mister Shellacki at school. The guy. Uh, okay. Yes. Yes. So Shellacki kind of presents himself as this like immature guy. He wears yeah. the hug me shirt. He can't take anything seriously. He plays with toys in his office. He plays with toys in his office. And over time, it becomes clear that he's a fucking maniac. He's a total maniac. Uh, he's presented mostly as unimp- unimportant. But, At first. But uh, yeah, as, but after you find out he's a maniac, then uh, then there's a big ball things, that drops. Things start picking up. When do we find that out? Or when, uh, when do we tell them? We can tell them now. Okay, Mr. Shellacki. Here, I I wrote that shit down. He's a high-ranking member of the Order of the Beat. No, not just a high-ranking member. He's like the, he's He's, the face of the, the he's their Jesus figure. Yeah. And um, he, we find out, created nematode, the drug. Yeah. He gets, gets people hooked on nematode in an initiation ceremony, and he uses that to get followers since they're, like hooked and rely on him because he's the only source of the nematode. Yeah. So they basically have to do what he says. And then he uses that to form the, the cult, the yes. order of the beat. Right. And um, I just got a great idea. What? <laughs> it was the kid that was in imit- Todd. Todd. You remember Todd? Oh, yes. In season he was one? imitating Doug. All he the was time. imitating Doug. Yeah. yeah. And Doug, you know, he uh he told him to fuck off he told him to fuck off the yeah. kid went in a tree during a lightning storm is tried to kill himself thing. that kid yeah and i wish um, he had so to be honest we we suggested in season one that we kill todd oh we did and i just found a great way to kill todd sacrifice so todd goes missing oh yeah the police are you know they're very incompetent mm-hmm. doug and patty take on the case they talk the case to, of the missing Todd. The case of the missing Todd. They talk to Todd's parents, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they tell him what's what's going on. So Doug and Patty start investigating that. While they're investigating that, they stumble upon the whole order of the, the fucking beat fuck, thing. That's how they get into the beat thing. That's how they get in. And Doug has this paranoia that he's like, I never, I never finished it. Right. Like I, uh, I got so close, but I couldn't finish it. And, uh, He's like, I know there's more to it. And every, at first, everybody's like, you're fucking nuts. You need to give it up, you know? Yeah. And then it turns out he's right. And he finds it himself while investigating missing uh, uh, Todd. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Mr. Shalaki, 
uh, he brings nematode into the school. He does. Yeah. He's, he's the and one he who just starts distributing it throughout the school. So that's how it, how it got to, you know, the goons and everything. Yeah. And why they've been dealing it throughout the school. They've been getting it from Mr. Shalaki. Right. <laughs> because he wants to control everybody. But he somehow has to, he has to just like introduce it to the school, but like no one knows it's him. Like surreptitiously somehow. Yeah. Which I don't know how we could do that, but he just, I mean, he, he could, he could just put it in the bathroom with a sign that says, lick me. Yeah. For, for <laughs> drugs. Does it as a dare and they get high and they're like, whoa, dude, sick. <laughs> and it's Roger. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> That's great. Okay. And then he just finds some. It doesn't say lick me. He just finds it and it's, it's pills. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just like, I don't don't care. I'll try it. Yeah, exactly. I don't fucking care. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Um, okay. So yeah, Shellacki's a fucking maniac Mm -hmm. and the whole order of the beat thing. This shit's wild. Yeah. That's how they get in there. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, uh, I wrote something about Durango, Doug. We got to do that. Mm -hmm. That'd be great to just do a whole episode of Durango, Doug. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So I wrote a couple things about Durango Doug. First of all, he's a cowboy, obviously. Right. Big time cowboy. And he's got a five o'clock shadow. Yep. He wears Even though he's a live a rattlesnake as a belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, and he has a rock hard uh, that, head that just and remi- eats stale bread. Yeah. <laughs> that just reminded me of, uh, you remember, I think you saw the the episode of Lovecraft Country where uh, they go to the Braithwaite Manor and... Uh, basically just start tripping and the guy the main guy's cock uh is a snake i don't remember it's, and it comes out and yeah it, um he's kang by the way i know he's kang he's kang kang anyway yeah that just reminded me of that and that had some that whole sequence had some good like hallucinations and shit in it like uh, that's that's probably a good a good idea of the visual sort of style that we could go into. Yeah. But, but maybe darker. Dark. Dark. All right. Um, so I get a couple more, not too much more. Doug and Patty follow somebody into a smash Adams movie at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, waffle stomper makes an appearance. The fucking waffle stomper episode. <laughs> That's yeah. That's a uh, Doug Steven Seagal type of character. Yeah. Wait, uh, Steven Seagal. I thought he was more of a, Oh no. Schwarzenegger was the, yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, Ronald Weisenheimer. Weisenheimer, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, this is a Steven Seagal kind of character, and he wears a waffle iron shoe to stomp bad guys and save Patty with. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, I know. It's, That's so good. It's beautiful. Yeah. Which I said potentially inspires Doug to build a working waffle iron shoe for when he and Patty infiltrate the Order of the Beat. Beat. Oh, my God. I'd love for him to kick fucking Mr. Schlacky in, in the, the face, face with the fucking <laughs> waffle sh- iron shoe. Oh my God. Incredible. The shoe might be too much, but maybe like, maybe he just carries a waffle iron. I like the shoe and hits people with it. Cause I, I think that's, that's not practical. I don't know. I don't know. Like th- I think that's a step too, too far into Is the it? cartoon realm. I love it though. I, I mean, I do too, but it'd be real campy. Yeah. Why not? Because we don't want to go, I mean, at least I don't want to go full camp with it. I mean, Riverdale's pretty campy too. Right, but realistic, in a, in a, you know, like it's grounded in reality. Yeah. Grounded. I just, lo- I want to see him kick Mr. Shalaggy with a fucking, <laughs> maybe we could just do it in the, in the Waffle Stomper episode, but not Shalaggy, just someone else. 
Yeah. Someone gets kicked with this fucking <laughs> waffle iron shoe. Yeah. So, okay, Roger, we're going to find out in this season that Roger is, in fact, in love with Doug. That's why he's been staring at him and being a bully all these years. Because he's in love with him? He's in love with him, yeah. And he's trying to, you know, repress okay. his feelings, which was oh, a theory I read on the internet and stole. <laughs> yeah, okay. But you mentioned it, too. You yeah. said something about him being in love with him. So I kind of remember that, Let's yeah. roll with it. You did say it. You said it. I did? So. Wow. So yeah, Doug's daydreams uh, get to the point where it's difficult for him to separate fantasy from reality and uh, eventually opens up to Skeeter and Patty about it. And they, you know, offer to help him and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then he gets help. And then here we go. Order of the beat. Beat. So did you, you wanted to do, where do you want the order of the beat like hideout to be? Yeah. um, I didn't. Cause I have a couple ideas. Yeah. Cause you said the hoedown, so it could be like, like oh a, yeah, yeah, we yeah. I was thinking that they maybe were based in the school somehow, and they use the school like gymnasium as their like meet up. They meet up in like the gym at like late at night. Okay, so yeah, I was thinking there's that that idea, or they can have a hideout like yeah, because it would be more like a if they're a cult, they'd be more like a commune. Yeah, so I was thinking either like a you know, underground facility underneath wherever the the hoedown's going to be, mm-hmm. or it could be at the school or it could be, uh, a, like a facility inside funky town, funky town. Yeah. Okay. The theme park in, yeah. in Bluffington. Yeah. Or it could be at Judy's, uh, the Moody school, the Ooh, Moody the school, shuts down. the Moody school loses funding. Yeah. And it's an abandoned building has been. And it's occupied by these these cult members who are hippies. They're like, because they're on drugs and yeah, like Manson family kind of folks. Yeah, sure. And Doug's parents. Doug's parents? No, maybe. I don't know. No. Maybe. No, no, no. Skeeter's dad, for sure. Oh, yeah. He's definitely. He's going to be in there. But he doesn't remember it. Okay. So we're at the ending now. Okay. You wanna, yeah, no, that's. If you want to do the, do the honors there. <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about here yeah um, so okay so uh, with todd though this is what yes. i want to do uh, so todd gets kidnapped and mm-hmm. they're gonna sacrifice him and fucking mr Schlacky stabs him in the heart with a beat <laughs> what wait say that again <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck you know the, you said the cult doses themselves with nematode yeah and they're doing they're dosing themselves to watch the sacrifice oh of todd of todd yeah and they stab him in the heart with a beat yeah like a sharpened beat yeah (laughs) oh my god wow that that is very dark i know (laughs) oh i love it though yeah that's really good yeah (laughs) i told you we wanted to kill todd why don't we kill todd in a fucking awesome way no, that's a good way. If we're going to kill Todd, that's the way to do it. Yeah, you got to stab him in the heart. Yeah. It could be a beat knife. Sure. Whatever. As long as it's beat related. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, my God. <laughs> can I do the big, big reveal? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's time for that, right? So what, what do you want to do with shellacky? So there any more to that um and how, how did doug and pat it. how did doug and patty get past ronald weisenheimer oh he's the security guard for the order of the beat 
inside the abandoned Moody School. Condemned abandoned Moody School. Hmm. How about... <gasps> oh, fuck. I just thought of something. What? We haven't talked about pork chop at all. We did in season two. We did? What about him? He said he's just a real dog and he's kind of there. Because maybe pork chop is like a fucking hard ass pit bull or Rottweiler <laughs> or something. And that's how they get past Weisenheimer or oh. uh, Waffle Stomper. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's not Waffle Stomper, but who is it again? Uh, Ronald Weisenheimer. Weisenheimer. Is yeah. it Ronald? Something yeah, no, like wait, Ronald Weisenheimer is the. Yeah, Ronald Weisenheimer. He's the guard? He's the guard for the Order of the Beat, and he's a member, but he's you know he's the security guard. because He played Waffle Stopper, right? No, that's a Doug character. Or maybe he did. Maybe Doug was just... Imit- I don't know. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. It, well, okay, I remember. It was it was him, but it had Doug's head on him, like on his big muscle body. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Okay. So, yeah, so, all right. So, that's yeah. how they get in, and um, they got to find the fucking cloaks that they wear at some point. Oh, that's the other thing. So the the glowing, uh, remember the glowing purple light at the beginning? Yeah. So that turns out to be a mask. Okay. That the members wear. Yeah. And that's what Doug's seeing in the distance too, that he thinks are like the men in black, the, the people oh, in the cloaks. Okay. That's what they're in cloaks. Yes. Yeah. And they got these masks on, yeah. which are beats. And they're glowing. Yeah. They're glowing purple beats. Beat. And, um, you know, they're spooky and look like slipknot masks, but with beats. <laughs> <laughs> you know? okay yeah yeah so shellacky's doing this whole fucking you know crazy dark thing and they're just doing this ceremony because they've finally found a way that they've succeeded in dosing the town mm-hmm. with nematode yeah <laughs> which, which is, is uh, their their goal that's that's what brings about the the end times which is a positive for them they see that as a positive right because they become they become one with the beat, right? So they're in the fucking, you know, having their the ceremony beat God. on the you know on the stage at the Moody School and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mr. Schlacky's like, "It's almost time." Then he he reveals that he 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 is only the Jesus figure of the Order of the Beat. He's not the God, right? So the Beat God comes out. <laughs> yeah, he wheels out on stage. But did you actually write Beat God? Yeah. I mean, I had it in mind. I didn't write it out, but... Oh, okay. I do want the Beat God. To... Yeah, because I just said the Beat God. You did? Yeah. Oh. Well, good. So that's perfect. God. Beat God. The Beat God wheels himself out on stage. Okay. Stands up at the podium. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> takes off his mask. It's fucking Patty's dad. Patty's dad. He can walk. He can walk. He can walk. It's all been a... Long con. Yeah. A ruse. And uh, yeah, he's going to poison the uh, town water supply with nematode. <laughs> that's his goal. <laughs> that's yeah. his goal. That's what he's going to do. And they, yeah, that's how the season ends. Doug and Patty looking at each other after realizing that Chad Mayonnaise. He was planning it from the beginning. He's the beat god. He's the beat god. He's the one that attacked Doug. Yes. And he may or may not be the one who killed BB Bluff. Wow, but we won't know until season four, right? Which I desperately want to see. Though. Oh my god, this is so good! I'm so glad we got this on record. Yeah, somebody, somebody, make it happen, please. Yeah, that's satisfying. That's real satisfying. I like that. Yeah, yeah, we managed to tie just about everything together. Yeah, the holes that I had. 
I'm glad I wrote it out like that, where we just introduce ideas and kind of yeah, spitball and then from there. Make the connections. Yeah, that was a lot more efficient mm. and effective. I think we got a tight season on our hands here. Tight. Tight. Well, that's it then, right? It's a throne wheelchair. <laughs> it's a wheel throne. A beat throne. The beat throne. <laughs> yes. I'm into it. Yeah. Big time. The order of the beats not campy to you? No. Okay. No, because it's a, uh, I mean, there those there have been real cults like that. Right, right. Well, I don't know how he's poisoning the water supply from the Moody School. Maybe he has it on a timer or he's got someone down there. Oh, who are the members of the, the cult? So we got Skeeter's dad. How many people you want in the, in the cult? Like 15? Maybe 20, 25. Okay. So it's all, it's all the, but uh, that's, that's something that throughout the, the coming seasons could be revealed. revealed. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's like, yeah. So like we know, we only know of a couple. Yeah. Okay. So there's, fi- yeah. 15 to 20 uh, members, people in the cloaks, they're covered. We don't, yeah. see, we don't see their faces. Right. So we'll find that out later. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Good thinking there. I know. But you know, Ronald Weisenheimer is one of them. Yes. Okay. And, um, Mr. Shalaki is the Jesus figure. Yep. yep. Chad Mayonnaise, Mr. Is the beat the, God. He's the beat God. And he can walk. The season, the season would be called the beat God. Yeah. So. And that, yeah. Then we'll reveal how he was able to. Would come over would take a year to come up with that. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But he's a genius. That, oh yeah, he's definitely a genius. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good stuff. There it is. There it is. It's Bluffington season three. And uh that actually um concludes Cool Parents Podcast season one. <laughs> and um this is yeah, that's this is the season finale. Season two We'll start next week, so we're not like taking a time off or anything. But season two is actually going to start next week, so we do have a one season, one uh, two hundred episode season of yeah. a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then season two starts next time. Yeah. Okay, so it's a good time to jump on. Get your friends to jump in. Get yeah. get with the program because you know I think this episode worldwide we're going galactic. I think this episode could hook. Uh, new listener yeah send this episode and get them get them in here get motherfuckers in here please because uh it's we, we gotta have a good time me personally me? best episode we've ever done oh yeah every episode yeah, every episode yep that's right so share us with your friends pretty please and we certainly appreciate all that you do listeners big time big. And like I said before, patreon.com slash cool parents. Uh, if you want to help us out, you can get some movie commentaries on there that we did exclusively for Patreon. And uh, we got a website. What's that? Coolparents.co. Co. Share that with your fucking aunt on Facebook. I told, um, I don't care. I told Warren's uh, lady friend that, yeah. Uh, she should use co for her website because she almost did dot net. I said, no, no, use dot, no, no, dot that's co. not cool at all. Dot so, cool. Dot co. Yeah. And she did. Shari sweet shop dot co. Co. Hit it up. Oh, she get makes nice, fucking piss of sweets. She too. does. You ever had them? Yeah. They're fucking incredible. Piss of sweets. So get your Christmas order on Shari sweet shop dot co. Yeah. Out of Amesbury, Massachusetts. Pick your. Get sweet with it. 
pick your, your Christmas hey. pumpkin pie up on uh, pumpkin pie on either uh, December twenty third or December twenty fourth. Yep, I ordered mine. You did? Yeah, I don't want to order another one too. Punk pumpkin. I got pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. I'm gonna get the apple blueberry. apple pie. They got blueberry. Apple. I don't know. They got blueberry. I don't remember. That's okay. There's some cupcakes. There's two different kinds of pie. Okay. <laughs> yeah uh what's our instagram cool cool parents worldwide yeah <laughs> worldwide 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 follow us on there if you don't already and uh share share our shit and you can also send us messages on there if we if you want to contribute uh we're always open to that uh any ideas you might have We've got some new segments submitted recently that are going to be great for season two. And uh, yeah, that's about that's about it, right? Yeah, right. I think so. Wow, it's been it's been blessed. It's been a nice two hundred episodes. It's been it's been blessed. We got to tell people to stick around after the show, right? We should have probably said it earlier before we started doing the whole sign-off thing because I feel like some people tune out during it. Yeah, I feel like I know that stuff. I don't know if I fucking listen to it, but guess what? There's new shit. You do have to listen to it, okay? There's another 10 minutes left of the podcast, all right? We got two more songs for you. Yeah, or Or maybe at least one because I might have put one earlier. Or at least one because who knows with the editing? Who knows? Editing is magic. Who knows? But we did a few of those songs. And yeah, we can say that the songs that you're hearing in this episode are eventually they're, they're kind of like, they're just the current version, the current state of the recordings we've got for a Bluffington EP. Yeah. That we're going to release. Yep. Um, so keep an ear out for that. We'll keep you posted, but we have more, more where that came from and, uh, it will be available for your brain. Right. Eventually. So, Thanks again, everybody. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the Cool Parents Podcast. I'm Curtis Charles. I'm Waffle Stomper. <laughs> Justy Boy. Stomp the world. Bust a waffle. <laughs> <laughs>